So how do you achieve financial freedom, gain wealth, and live life on your terms? That is the question, and here is the answer. I'm A.G. Osborne. Welcome to Cash Flow to Freedom. Welcome to Cash Flow to Freedom. We are in the new year, officially the big 2020, and at the start of every single year, so many people are reevaluating looking at where they are, where they're trying to go, readjusting, and of course, dieting. So as you hit the gym and start your diet that will last a month, we should probably look at and talk about how to make goals and uh, create actual objectives that are obtainable, long-lasting, that aren't yearly-based, And fads, they're not things that you just say you're going to do because for some reason it's just what we do. And I'm not like accusing you because of course too, I juiced at the first of the year and said, hey, this is going to be the year that I turn this, that I turn this ship around, that I stop eating bacon. Uh, Of course, I had like seven slices this morning and it was glorious. So when we look at these We all have things that we're good at sticking to and achieving. We all have those things that are tough. But I don't view economic financially planning as like, I just don't view it as like necessarily goal planning. I don't view it like those little things that we have in our life that you set arbitrary goals or measures that you try to achieve. Like dieting, economic prosperity isn't short interval spurt things. They are lifestyle choices. They are long lasting. These are things that you do because you love to do them. And that's kind of consistent through success. You find things that you like to do and you stick with it. So when we look at investing and startup successes, most of the time people that love what they're doing are succeeding in them. Let me be very clear before we get into this discussion. In no way am I saying follow your passion. Okay, I got to be very clear. (laughs) I am not saying, listen, if you love to crochet, build a crochet empire. There has to be logical reason. um, You And the reason I think that's important and the reason I hate follow your passion, because that is contrary to every single economic principle that exists because it is centered around you and economic success isn't centered around you. It's centered around others. Just because you like underwater basket weaving doesn't mean other people do. Now, if your passion lines up with a need in the market that has demand that other people can buy or use, or you could help them in some way, shape or form. Awesome. That's fabulous. And lucky you, but that should not be driving because you think something's awesome that other people will think it's awesome that you either do it for them or that, you know, it's, that's just not how it works. It's not about you. And although goal planning, right. And changing yourself is about you. So you got to weigh these two things, right. And it's a constant balance of humility and understanding and lack of pride with at the same time having drive and having confidence, right? And confidence and drive are not the same things. Or excuse me, confidence and pride are not the 
same things. And a lot of people think that they are. There are plenty humble people that are extremely confident. And I think in most aspects, true confidence, and I don't mean artificial con- confidence or humility, true humility, not artificial humility. Oh, I'm not good at that. And oh, I can't do, you know, where it's more positioning yourself. But people that are truly humble, they gain that humility through knowledge. And they gain that through humility of understanding reality and that they're a small piece in the puzzle and there are greater things going on than them. That gives them insight into others and what other people's need and want. And they want to help others and put them first. And I do believe that this is the key to success because it's proven time and time and time and time again. Economic success success is driven by how much you give not how much you get. Now, as we go into this mindset to the new years and how that plays out and setting goals, and you're like, well, my goals are all about me. Well, what your goals need to be about and that the, the layout that we're going to give you to create these is about building infrastructure for you to deploy value. We talk about that. Business is simply legal and economic infrastructure to deliver value to other people. That's investing. That's, you know, everything. Now, when you're setting your personal goals and when we're going out there into the world and you have this huge vision, which I'm all about, there tends to be two sides to creating and executing plans. And we stick with one side or the other. And very often are those two things met in a fashion that executes properly on the vision. And you have one camp or one side that talks about smart goals, right? These are small, measurable, you can easily account for it. And you don't make anything outside the realms of reality, you want it to be achievable and happen daily. Now, this is great. I'm all about smart goals, right? Um, But then there's this other camp that's like, no, you got to, you've got to dream big. And your problem, why you're not achieving goals is because you're wanting to retire when you should want to be a trillionaire. Once again, both camps are right, but they're only right when they are integrated with each other. And I do believe in measurable goals, and I do believe in, you know, bags, big audacious goals, all that kind of stuff. And I'm big on the vision. I'm big on looking to the future and seeing what we can create But if you don't have actionable goals to follow up with that that happen daily and you're changing your life and associated with that vision, then you're just daydreaming. And that's something we definitely want to avoid. So you need to have goals that are connected to the vision, that are long-lasting, that are not, I'm going to juice for five weeks until I lose, you know, 20 pounds, and that's sustainable. You need to make this all come together and flow. And the way that I go about this and the way that works for me, the way that I think it works for a lot of other people, and it's the way that most organizations are executing, you have the top vision part and then you have the execution portion. You need to start off and realize that there's a transfer of thinking and acting. The vision is not reality most of the time because it doesn't exist. So it can't be. So that doesn't make any sense, right? Your big audacious goal here, that's something that, you know, you think is unachievable and unrealistic. Now, most of the time though, when I say unachievable and unrealistic, I'm just meaning for you, 
we all have these limitations and the vision wants to be not driven by pride, but more about what you create and how that will affect you. I, I, I view this as an emotional act, right? So when you start out and the first step is understanding your big goal or your vision, this is used with your right brain, okay? This is like... When you're working through this, I don't know if anybody's ever read The Vivid Vision, but this is a perfect place to start, right? He talks about the vivid vision and you being able to transfer that vision to others. And he talks about writing down your vision as a third party. And that third party is, let's say, making a news article about you. And they're writing all about you in five years into the future. Now, in five years into the future, you want to describe by a third party your vision as if you're telling a crowd of people. So I love the analogy analogy of a news article. Let's say that you are writing a news article, and you should. You should actually go through this process and write as a third party. So let's say for me, I'm thinking about where my company is going to end up in five years. So I'm writing an article on my company, and I'm saying, like, you know, Bitterroot Holdings has become a standard in investment principles, um, growing this massive portfolio where they employ hundreds of people. They've enhanced the industry. They've given to charity. They've done all these things, and they've won these awards, and they have this team of 200 people. Here are the things. And this is very in-depth. It's something that you, like, think about. Imagine yourself on a warm summer's day, out in a lawn chair or a hammock where you're just dreaming, you feel great, you're in a good place, and you're dreaming about where your life would be in five years and how you would perceive that. The reason why this, yeah, fluffy stuff, right, is good is because that's where the future is derived. It's derived in your mind. And the vision has to be an emotional ploy because when you communicate that to others, they need to be emotionally bought into your dream and vision or they're never going to be on board. And you have to be able to explain that in a way that someone that doesn't have that vision can put it all together and see it. You need to surround yourself with people that get your vision. Well, you have to build that out for them. You know, it's really hard to get people on board when you're, you know, you're like, well, what are you? Well, we're an accounting firm and we are going to count beans. That's our future. Everybody's like, okay, I, I, I'm an accountant. I like counting beans, but you know, is there anything more? Nope, but we're going to do a great job at it. You'll see we're going to go places. Uh, that's just not as appealing as opposed to saying, you know, we are going to be an accounting fee. Uh, 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 we are going to be at the accounting firm of the future. We are not only going to look at people's you know, books, but we are going to understand and help them accomplish this. We're going to have the team of most, you know, the most highly successful accountants in all of this region. We are going to be the go-to standards for your average normal person and you know, a Fortune 500 CEO alike and get people bought into this idea of where you're going. The reason why that's important is the people you surround yourself with that are going to help you achieve your goals because you can't do it on an island. The people that buy into the vision are the people that have a long-term view, right, with you, with your organization, with your goals. 
if they have no real interest in the vision, well, that's because they're not planning on giving you a lot. They're not planning on giving you help. They're not planning on giving themselves. They're not, there's no buy-in there, right? Those kind of people don't help you achieve the vision. So creating that vision in intricate detail in a way that you can explain it to other people. And re- remember, too, when we, we talk about this, you're like, well, I don't know how it's all going to be. Of course you don't. You may never get it that way, right? We're talking, these are very vague things. So once again, this is more about the feeling. Of course, you don't know the individual details, but you're just writing out a story about how you're going to be. A lot of times, this is who you represent. You know, we believe in, you know, our goals are forced and uh, first and foremost, you know, putting the earth first and we're going to donate to clean out the ocean and, you know, all these things that you personally just like and want to represent. This is the buy-in part. This is the creation. This is how culture is built. Okay. But this is not how goals are executed on. So most people are like, okay, that's fine. That's dreamy, but I'm, I'm not going anywhere with that. That doesn't help me out tomorrow right? And I'm like, that's true, right? That Then you move to the next step, but you have to know where you're going in order to get on that path. So then we move into what I would call more like needle movers. You got this big vision, but we have to bridge this gap. And this is where the gap starts. People say, I know where I am right now, okay? I know where I am and I know where I want to be. I see this big vision in the first, but I have no idea how to even remotely get there, right? I do need to say though too, your big vision, there needs to be massive reflection time in this because you don't want to trick yourself. And we do this a lot where we assume that the ideal end result is what society tells us. And a lot of times we don't even realize that society's telling us. And so all of a sudden you say, well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to retire on a beach in Hawaii. But really, you get to Hawaii, and after two months, you're going crazy, and you feel like you have no purpose, you're far away from your family, and you're like, this wasn't my idea at all. Yeah, maybe I wanted to go on a vacation to Hawaii, because who doesn't? But that really isn't your end goal. That's not what makes you tick. That's not really what you like and what motivates you and what pushes you forward. So when you're thinking about the vision, really give some time for, you know, a deep dive into what motivates you, what you're passionate about, and what you care about. And I always look back and say, okay, five years ago, did I care about this stuff? If the answer is no, then that's probably not going to be in my vision. Ten years ago, did I care about this stuff? Because there's this core nature of us that remains consistent. You know, it's almost like this God-given thing that drives us, that makes us us. And we're all unique in that. The vision is you bringing that out in your plan and your end goal to define it too. We say a destination. Five years isn't the destination, right? But it should be a period in time. So anyways, enough on that. Moving on. uh, So the needle movers. This is your next step, what I would say, from the big vision. Okay, These needle moving things are things that are big. These are going to move the needle, right? Needle movers. And think about these as every year... I got to do, I got to accomplish something huge that is going to drive me to that vision. So if I said, all right, I want to be a 
top major player in the self-storage industry. I want others to come into the self-storage industry. I want to teach them. I want to help them. I want to bring technology in. I want to be a part of this industry the way it's changing. I want to be a leader, right? And I say, I want to, you know, I want to have a billion dollars under management. Well, then a needle mover for me is I need to have a way to syndicate money. I need to have a way to make partnerships. I need to be involved in other aspects of the industry outside my hometown. Okay. If I want to take over whatever aspect I'm doing or however, you know, that vision looks, right? I have mine is once again more of this huge end goal, right? Other people, it may be a lot smaller. It may be, hey, I really want to get three thousand of residual income coming in in the next five years. That way we can have make sure our mortgage is being paid and we can have our dream home and not have to think about it. Okay. Then your vision is you living in this home and when you know your children playing on the floor that you get to come home to every night after you do this job that you love. Um, and it has a huge backyard and you're trying to have your wife and your family buy into this. And you know, so you see what I'm saying. So the needle movers from that would be okay, well then we need to have something, a strategy. I need to have something that I'm investing in. So these big events that must take place for that vision to come to life. These, these are huge goals that make huge change, but they have to be specific. Okay. They have to be very specific and oriented with the vision. Well, after you identify and two, these shouldn't be a lot. You're talking three or four. Now that would be the first half of the goal setting process, so to speak. These are both right-brained, but these are big, big thinking. Okay, now we're moving on to actionable, smart goals. Now, this also, once you've identified these things, shared these things with the team, then you need to be able to bring those together to show how you're going to accomplish them. And the first thing that you need to deliver is result-based goals. Remember, this is a process. First, the big vision. Second, needle movers. Third, result-based goals. And then fourth, we have action steps, you know, so to speak. And two, by the way, I'm going to put this all on my website, cashflowtofreedom.com. So you guys can come on there and you can just download this outline that'll help you walk through this. But result-based goals, these are more quarterly. These are very specific, right? Result-oriented, okay? What does it mean by result-oriented? Let's say if you want to be investing in real estate and replace your income with real estate, if the goal is to replace my income in real estate, a result-based goal, so the result of that goal would buy my first property, right? These are quarterly goals that must be done or a result-based goal. If you say your needle mover is buy your first property, your result-based goal would get 10 under contract so that your needle mover can take place. So depending on where you are, right then, and then so your result-based goals, 10 properties under contract, the needle mover is yearly, that means you buy your property, the big vision is replace your income through real estate, okay? Now, then you go to the very base level, this is the day, weekly, monthly goals, actions, and tasks, okay? These are the steps that you need to achieve the results, right? I hope you're seeing how this is all coming together now. So if my 
big vision is this life of freedom with passive income coming from real estate. My needle movers is buying my first multifamily properties. My result-based goals and result-based goals should be like four, right? So that's, you know, getting 10 under contract. That's having a property management company in place. That's having the funds all set in place, right? These are all results of your goals. Then the actions, so the fourth, the actions, the tasks, the weekly, monthly, this is making calls, meeting with real estate agents, and this is every day, actions every day that create the results, that move the needle, that get you to the big vision. And there it all comes together. So remember, the first two, right brain thinking, three and four, left brain, actionable, measurable, but it's a step that you move backwards through. So you have the big vision. What are the big things, the needle moving activities or events, the needle moving events that get you to the vision? Then what are the results that you need to achieve those events and those results um, you have that are more, these are quarterly things, so you can move the needle every year. Then actions, these are the actions that you need to take to get the results, to move the needle, to accomplish the vision. It's a beautiful system that works every time. It's always worked for me. And so then you start from the top, work your way to the bottom, but then you have these all these actions that you're doing daily that are producing results, that are moving the needle, and in five years, you're accomplishing the vision. You can express that. You can share that. You're creating a guide that you can bring others on board and they see it. They see these daily activities that they're doing and how it's tied into the vision. That's what keeps people motivated. That's what keeps them going. And the more that you understand how the daily, the actions that you're working on connects you to your ultimate vision, the more you just continue to work through it, the more it becomes integrated in every single day, the more you are tracking yourself or you're watching yourself and you're adjusting as you go and figuring out what's working and what's not because you change actions and results. You don't change needle movers and the big vision, okay? So you have all this short-term change that can happen to accomplish long-term goals, right? Every day you're adjusting your strategy and getting better. You're implementing things. You're learning from podcasts. You're reading books. And then you're trying things out and things that succeed, you stick with. Things that fail, you push off the table and then you see the results coming in. If they're the results you want, you keep doing those things that move the needle. And then before you know it, your big vision, you sit back and you say, geez, how did we get here? And you'd been working every single day, all day to accomplish this bigger goal. And everybody's path's different, but the system to create the path and the goal, this is always the same, whether people recognize that they're doing it or not. And for some people, it helps to build down the process. So that is our whole idea. I am huge on setting goals. I have daily weekly planners, monthly. I have my big visions, which I write out. I'm thinking about all the time. I'm always talking about it, right? And then I am awake early and I work hard every single day till late at night on tasks to deliver results that moves the needle and then accomplishes the vision. And my vision changes. 
And I make new visions all the time because they get bigger and they get bigger and they get bigger. And once you've, I, once you have this down, the sky becomes the limit. And then that invigorates you even more because you know your vision can change and it can encompass more. And you can tackle not only your own problems, but other people's problems. You can help others. You can do more. It's exciting, right? And it's the way that, you, that us people, we bring our vision of life to reality. I hope this helps you guys, right? I know everybody's in this mode right now. Make sure that your actions for your goals that you have set are actually going to move to results and that those results will move the needle in your life. And it's moving the needle towards the vision that you want. So in five years, you're not sitting down in a park somewhere looking off in the distance thinking, how did I even get here? What am I doing? Right? You want to be sitting down and living intentionally. You know why you're there. You know where you're going. And you know what you're doing. And you are in control of that process. Right? We're not in control of all the events that happen in our life that change how we get there and what we're doing. I mean, I had no idea I was going to become paralyzed and in the hospital and on Guillain-Barre and that I would lose my awesome job that I had. And so I had to change and I had to readjust my actions and results, but my vision has never changed and it never will. Guys, if this is helpful, leave us five-star review, give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. We do this for free. I do this for free. I'm helping you guys out. I'm excited about what this is all about. Cashflow to Freedom, we're trying to share with you everything so you guys have the tools that we're learning, we're receiving, you guys can see them in action. You know, the last, geez, since the early 2000s when we even started investing, when I started getting involved in all this and everything that I've learned from, you know, my father and all of my you know, my role models and my mentors. And it's, it's amazing how this stuff unfolds. And the faster you can change that learning curve and the faster you can implement things and learn from them, um, it's a compounding effect. And you need to leverage knowledge. You need to leverage, you know, your relationships. And I mean that in a, obviously a good way right? We all want to share and we all want to, we all want to give to others and you need to be doing that in return. And then you can leverage the results that you get in your life and others. Thanks everybody. I hope you liked this one uh, too. Go to the website um, and you can get the vision. It's the four step process that we talked about. You can just download it and use it if that helps. All right. Talk to you guys later. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Cashflow to Freedom. Be sure to subscribe to us for more and feel free to check us out at Cashflow with the number 2freedom.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. And also, if you could leave us a good review, that would really help us continue to build out our content and our community. Thank you so much.